0: frustrated with toxic people they can't see how much they hurt me i just want this chaos to cease. here's your host dr shayla my source for how to live a life of peace find peace in the midst of toxic negativity welcome to the toxic people detox a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people it's not about changing them It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 18, writing prompts for self-discovery. So in the previous episode, I talked about how to heal and move on from a toxic situation. And one of the things I talked about was the power of writing and the most powerful reason to write is to get out of our own heads. I think of the quote from T.S. Eliot, the hollow men between the idea and the reality between the motion and the act falls the shadow. Basically I interpret that to mean that there's a disconnect between what we say and what we do. In other words, there's a disconnect between what's going on inside our heads and what we actually do. Now, have you ever heard the phrase, or maybe you said it yourself, boy, that sounded a lot better in my head. It's like uh, if you're rehearsing something in your head to say to someone, but when it's time to say it, you're not very eloquent with it, or it doesn't come out the way you thought it would because the mind, Plays tricks on us. Every time I give an exam, there are students that fail it. They'll come to me and say, I don't know what happened. I studied. Can you explain to me what happened? I said, look, I'm not psychic. I can't read your mind, but if I had to guess, I'm going to go out on the limb here and say your concept of studying was just looking at your notes and that's it. And I said, in your mind, it sounded good because you had your notes in front of you. But I said, next time you study, put the notes away, get a whiteboard. You can go to Hobby Lobby or Walmart or somewhere, and you can get this thing for like, like 20 some dollars. It's not, it's not that expensive. And just write down these concepts. And they said, but I can't do that. I said, exactly. That's why you failed the test because you don't really know it. you think you do because you have your notes in front of you. But when you take the notes away and you're forced to write something down, you'll realize very quickly, you don't know it as well as you think you do. Writing helps us to get out of our heads and that helps us to focus our thoughts. Now, if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, conversations can go from kindergarten to college in about 10 seconds flat. We're all over the place. So writing helps to focus our mind. There's something called the reticular activating system or RAS. That's just a fancy way of explaining that phenomenon that if you're, thinking about getting a car, you know, a new car, a new make and model, then all of a sudden, the minute you focus on that make and model, it's like everyone and their third cousins are driving that car. You've never noticed it before. Or if you're in a crowd of people and for the most part, you can filter out what everyone's saying, but if someone calls your name, all of a sudden you kind of snap to attention because you heard your name in the midst, of all the chaos. That's all that means. It's your ability to focus amidst chaos. So when you write these prompts, it helps you to focus. Now don't be deceived by how simple this is. It is very powerful. So I have five writing prompts. Now here's the first prompt. Write a letter to the toxic person. Before I go on, no, don't send it to that person. <laughs> okay. Write a letter to a toxic person. So what do I say? Do I curse them out? Uh, what? Well, you say whatever you want to say. This is your letter. No one is going to read this. After you write these prompts, you can either lock them away or discard them. I say shred them up, get a pair of scissors and get rid of it. Have a bonfire, whatever you do. If you're afraid of someone reading it, then destroy it. So since you're going to do that and you're not going to send these letters, a powerful thing you could do here is to not censor your thoughts. And this is what I talked about in the previous episode about learning to heal after a toxic encounter, how to move on. Part of that is acknowledging the negative thoughts. Some of us say, well, I just don't want to think that way. Look, I don't either. You know, I get a thought and I'm like, where did that come from? Here's something to remember. I cannot stop a bird from flying over my head, but I can stop it from building a nest in my hair. And that's what that is. These thoughts, we may not always be able to control what comes in our heads, but we can control what happens once they get there. If you find yourself ashamed of a thought, and I might, there are a lot of thoughts I'm ashamed of. I acknowledge it. I said, look, you know what I do? Or I think it's more accurate to say, you know what I don't do? I don't judge them. It sounds kind of like meditation. Meditation is kind of built on the same principle that you have a thought and you don't judge yourself. You don't censor the thought, you acknowledge the thought and then send it on its merry little way. And by doing that, you learn to focus your mind. So when you write a letter to the toxic person, if you want to curse them out, if you want to drop some F-bombs, then have at it. Or maybe that's not where you want to go at all. What if you generally want to get to know this person? It's someone who's close to you, but it's toxic, but you want the relationship to get better, then write that down. Say, dear so-and-so despite everything that's happened, I really do want to get to know you better. I really do want us to grow closer, but I can't do that based on your behavior. So this is what needs to happen. And however you want to do that, once you acknowledge that it's amazing how quickly that reticular activating system will help you to find the solution. Okay. So number two, write down, what you like most about people. And so what What do I mean by people in general, specific people? No, just your everyday interactions. What is it about people that you like being around them? What are the positive traits of people that attract you to them is what I'm saying here. Then the opposite of that is number three, what do you like least about being around people? So basically we all have our pet peeves and I've said before, what I don't like is when someone tries to volunteer me for something without asking me and then they expect me to follow through. That's what I despise. I mean, it's something that I just will not tolerate. So number two is, is talking about what you like about people. And then number three is what do you dislike about people? And so the question is, okay, why do I have these two down there? And that's because when you talk about self-discovery, you're acknowledging that, yeah, there are some things you will. Tolerate. There are some things you won't tolerate. You develop this foundation and it's hard to shake you off of it. So if you encounter a toxic person, if you encounter a person who's trying to goad you, then it almost doesn't bother you because in your mind, you've already come to terms with, yeah, this is what I don't like. And so it doesn't surprise you when it happens. You got it? All right. Number four, write down what it is about you that you're afraid other people will find out like but i don't want anybody to read that that's okay i said before (laughs) you can destroy it if you want the point is to get it down on paper so it becomes real for you once it becomes real you can discard it and then you can deal with it properly here's a thing we call it the imposter syndrome that People are in a position and they feel they're not qualified. Now, whether they are, they aren't, it's not really the issue. It's that they feel that way regardless. And they say, I don't want anyone to find out that I don't know as much as they seem to think I know. Okay. That's the imposter syndrome. And if that's the case, write it down. And so once you write that down, the question becomes, well, what can I do to change that about myself? All right. So that's the point of that. And then the fifth one, here's the opposite. Now, the other one was, what are you afraid that people will find out about you? Here's, what is it that you want people to know about you that they don't seem to know? You may say, but I'm a nice person, but that's not coming out. People seem to think I'm a jerk. Well, if that's the case, then write that down. You might say, but but that sounds kind of arrogant. That, look, we all have our virtues, just like we have our flaws. And it's okay to talk about our virtues because that is human nature. Arrogance tears down, confidence builds up. And you know, as we say, a person's full of him herself. No, arrogant people aren't full of themselves. Actually they're empty. That's the problem. There's nothing there. So in confidence, you're saying that, okay, I'm this, you know, I'm intelligent. I'm smart. I'm generous. I'm kind whatever positive virtue you can think of. And if that's somehow not coming across, you write that down. Okay. This is what I want people to know about me. And then again, the reticular activating system kicks in and then you will start to find ways to bring that part out of you. Okay. Now that's assuming that you are what you say you are. You know, sometimes we fool ourselves like I want people to see how kind I am and maybe I'm not so kind. Maybe I really am mean. Okay. So, (laughs) so that's it. You're writing prompts for self discovery. These are five prompts that, on the surface. They sound so simple. But they're actually very powerful. Don't be surprised that when you write, you'll find yourself hesitating a lot. And that goes back to that quote I said earlier, between the idea and the reality, between the motion and the act falls the shadow. Yeah, everything's going great in our heads. We think we know what we're about to say. But then when we try to write it down, just like my students, we find out that we're not as in tune with ourselves as we thought we were. And that's why if you're having trouble with it, don't beat yourself up over it. It just means that you're not used to it. I have my students do this as an exercise. They have a hard time with it. And while they're doing it, I'm writing it down and I'm used to this. And sometimes I have a hard time with because sometimes we're afraid of what we're going to find. And let's say, well, I'm not ready for that yet. Well, then don't do it. Do this at your own pace. These are suggestions. Anytime I give a suggestion on this podcast, I'm not saying it has to be done this way. Oh, you have to do this or your life is going to suck. No, that's not what I'm saying. It can enhance your life yes, it can dredge up some things, but ultimately it's your life. Okay. So take some time to go back over these. Number one was write a letter to a toxic person. Number two, write what you like most about people. Number three, write what you like least about people. Number four, write what it is you are afraid that other people will find out about you. And then number five, write what it is you want people to know about you that they might not know. Okay. So until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxicpeopledetox.com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.